Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello. Welcome. Thanks so much for being here. This is better than yesterday, making it better every episode since 2013. Learning something new through a conversation with someone that's been there before. And no, I'm not Osher Ginsberg. Well, I am, and I'm not. I'm an AI client of him, which he emailed to his producer, Andy, because he's off doing something fancy at South by Southwest. So this week, there's been some shit go down. The nation voted no to the voice to parliament and war in the Middle East absolutely exploded. It's 1,000 kinds of awful. I really wanted to talk to you about empathy and wanted to talk about healing, but to be honest, my head is a bit full. And I don't want to get it wrong because with both of those things, I could really get it wrong. But I didn't want to leave you without a show this Friday. So I will instead give you this. Last week, I headed down to the south coast of New South Wales for a family thing. And while driving there, which is about a four hour drive, I suddenly had the idea to talk about cake. So I had just pulled over halfway. And as I got back in the car, put in my headphones and hit record. So enjoy this chat about take driving down the Prince's Highway at about 8.30 p.m. on a Friday night. So I'm somewhere between Sydney and Jarvis Bay, which is south. I'm, uh, I'm on the road driving to be with my uh, part of my family for uh, the weekend. There's a wedding that we're going to and uh it's kind of interesting because it's a family friend of audrey's parents daughter's wedding and i have worked with the daughter uh who's amazing she's extraordinarily good at what she does uh, but it is a no partners wedding and because she's known audrey since she was a little girl, uh, maybe even before she was born, the parents have known each other that long. I didn't get a guarantee. And that's fine because weddings are expensive as fuck. And there's expensive things involved in weddings. Uh, there's DJs, there's marquees, there's matching shirts that bridesmaids and grooms dudes have to have. There's a DJ, did I say DJ? And there's catering, fucking hell, there's catering. 
hundred something bucks a head for a veggie stack. That's the whole of the show, the veggie stack show. But yeah, so I get it. I get why. And they're young. They're like young now. They're maybe, I don't know, 25, maybe 26. They're, they're young. And so I get it. I get it. We can only afford one of you. Uh, we'd like to have the one that's been around for a long time. And so I'm on the way down because I had a bit of work this Arvo back in Sydney. And I'm down there to hang out and look after Wolf and just do dad Wolf stuff while those guys go and do wedding stuff. I think Audrey's mum and dad got the ticket because they've known that their other mum and dad for, oh man, probably since the 80s. So I think they got a plus one, which is fair. That's fair. Uh, oh, fuck, the cake. That's an expense. That is a expense expense. I remember at our wedding, Audrey made the wedding cake because she wanted to make sure that it was vegan and gluten-free because I'm vegan and celiac. Sorry, honey, you married a fucking broken one. (coughs) Wear glasses, hearing aids, I got a fake hip, kind of shit. I can't eat normal food. Uh, Because I don't want cancer of the stomach. So I remember Gordry got a quote for a wedding cake because we we didn't fuck about when we had our wedding. We have very different points in our career where, you know, much older when we got married so we could afford to give people plus ones if they wanted. And I remember the catering was not cheap. But the cake, fuck me, the cake to make a vegan gluten-free wedding cake. Audrey saw the bill was like, fuck that. I'm making my own. Because she was just couldn't justify the expense. It was one of the, it was the greatest cake I've ever eaten. Pre and post celiac diagnosis. The greatest cake I have ever eaten, ever. And not just because it was made with love, but because it was absolutely just freaking delicious. Because uh, it's a real trick trying to make not only a vegan cake, but a gluten-free cake. Cake is flavoured foam, essentially. That sounds got bubbles in it, right? But I, I, yeah, man. So now I'm thinking about cake. And uh, just like three days ago, we did a photo shoot for Australian Women's Weekly. We, if we make the cut, we'll make the Christmas edition of that magazine. And I had to take a meeting and I was in the room with all the cookbooks in it. And yes, the great and powerful Australian Women's Weekly birthday cake cookbook was in there. And we were shooting in the studio where they shot every one of those photos for the Australian Women's Weekly cookbook book, the train, the racetrack, the swimming pool, the duck, the duck cake, the duck cake. I'm sure you remember. Jim and I did a whole podcast about that a couple of years back with the Australian Women's Weekly Cookbook. Um, author, she was fantastic. But I, I remember like, I don't think I ever got any of those cakes because being Euros, my parents were like, okay, there's sponge cake and then there's what we have because we're euros and the sponge cake is nice but it's not what his birthdays so oh i'm just so you know i'm uh far enough out of sydney so i'm starting to see spray spray painted signs that say folk no if in doubt so whatever you're listening to this you probably have an idea about how the referendum turned out but that's what i'm driving past right now 
And um, I remember my folks being, oh, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of cake we have at birthdays. We don't have Smarties and chocolate and sponge. We go to the one place in Brisbane where you can get the kind of cake my parents used to get when they were in Europe, in London. And we got that cake. And every year, mum would say, what kind of cake talk for your birthday? And I would always just say, Black Forest. Black Forest, mum. That's what I want. Uh, I don't know what it was about the Black Forest cake. Maybe it was the berries and chocolate combo. There was just something about it. The triple decker chocolate thing was just so exquisite and un-freaking-believable. And for a long time, that was the the only cake that I really knew. There was the occasional carrot cake, but they were always very dry. And re- I didn't really understand what it was. And as far as I was concerned, it was cake. Cheesecake was cake. Yeah. I had a lot of cheesecake. Then in my 20s, I, I started started getting involved in the, the sticky date pudding, which was kind of halfway between a cake and not it's kind of gooey and delicious, but I got quite caught up in the sticky date for some amount of time. Part of it was because it had the word date in it, which in Australia is another word for bottom hole. So it was always funny to quarter a sticky date. Was. And then along the way, I stopped eating dairy. And then along the way, I stopped eating eggs and finding cake became harder and harder. So I didn't eat cake for a really long time. I didn't eat cake. I just stopped eating sweets altogether. About 2005, I moved to America and there was a store there called Air One, which is nowhere backwards because, you know, hey, (laughs) Jasper, I'm going to open a store. What's your store sell, Torkel? Oh, just vegan stuff. Really? What kind of vegan stuff, Jasper? Oh, talk tofu and, and, and crackers that cost nine bucks a packet and cans of organic chickpeas that have been made with the water of rainforest leaves. That sounds brilliant, talk. Well, what are you going to call it? I'm going to call it nowhere. Oh my God, Jasper, I'm looking at it in a mirror. It says Air One. Oh, prophetic. So I'd go to Air One and I just hadn't seen desserts in forever that I could eat. But there they were, just aisles of them. And I remember eating vegan cheesecake, which I found out later was all made of coconut oil and cashew cream, both extraordinarily calorically dense things. So, uh, sorry, that's the, the car saying, don't change lanes, there's a car there. Thank you, car. Uh, extraordinarily calorically dense things and like six bucks American each for a slice and I remember like eating these things going this is amazing and then maybe after two weeks of being there my jeans just not fitting I didn't know that much about nutrition back then I mean I knew enough but not about calories in calories out sort of thing so yeah (laughs) that was fun uh, because before that, there was not really like at Channel V, I, I'd had a job on music television. It was a music television channel called Channel V, and we had birthday cakes. 
as part of their staff thing. And so you get to choose what birthday cake you wanted. And I could never eat any of the birthday cakes, you know, could never eat any of them. So when it came to my birthday, I remember the, the production manager saying, well, what, what cake do you want? I said, I, I can't eat it. I'm, I'm vegan. And, and there's no vegan bakeries there. Shit, it's like 2002, three, something like that. And so I said, well, I'll tell you what I really love is like hummus and dips and just a whole plate of that because I can eat all that. And I went, great idea. And sure enough, they sang me happy birthday over a plate of hummus and carrot sticks, which I thought was awesome. Some of my co-workers thought it was bullshit because they were really hoping for a slice of chocolate cake. They may or may not have been high. <laughs> really looking forward to some sort of munchable treat. But yeah, for a couple of years there, I had hummus and carrot sticks and celery and rice crackers as my birthday cake. But that was sick. <laughs> Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> um, that was fun. But I guess, you know, as I got, as I got older and, you know, the, the, the more vegan stuff started to arrive, so I started to dig into cakes a bit more. And there was one particular summer where suddenly cupcakes were a thing when I was in America. And now there's cupcake shops opening up everywhere. And one of these... Crikey, one of these cupcake shots literally had a cupcake ATM. Like you would show up and tap your card and you put your code in like you do with a snack machine at the hospital, train station, uni, wherever the snack machine is. And then this machine goes and would do, go get a cupcake for you from out the back and it would boom, plop it into the little hopper and you'd eat your cupcake. And there were vegan red velvet cupcakes. And so once that hit me, it was all over. And I, I remember, I'll never forget the very first day I ever heard Carly Rae Jepsen's Called Me Maybe. I was in New York. I was with two mates, um, my mate from Hong Kong and my other mate from Australia who lived there. And it was, we finished dinner and I'm like, oh, let's go get a cupcake. And they were like, oh, okay let's go get a cupcake. And we went to this place called Baby Cakes in New York. And at fucking 11.45 p.m., I'm eating vegan red velvet baby cakes cupcakes on a summer's night in New York City. And wouldn't you know it, Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe comes on the radio. And I turn to my friends and go, this is that fucking song. And I, because it's that song, I'd heard it once. But because it's that song and a perfect pop song, I knew the chorus. And I remember it as like a moment in, for example, like a, a, a musical or a movie made of a musical where you're out in public, but suddenly even strangers are singing and dancing to a song. As I recall it, everyone in the cupcake shop was singing and dancing to the song. Even the ladies behind the counter who looked like they had been cast off the Suicide Girls website which was a particular look at the time, if you recall it. And boy, oh boy, I, I loved it. As I got to The Bachelor, always shot around my birthday. And 
there were, you know, again, production managers and stuff, they were, they're cool people. And if someone's got a birthday, if you're at work and you're all shooting and it's all, you know, one in the morning and we've still got an hour, two hours to shoot and it's a Tuesday and it's cold and there's a meal break and one of the camera operators has a birthday. Yeah, you get a birthday cake. It's really nice. It's really nice. For my birthday cake, the first year I was there, a bakery had opened up in Sydney called Blackstar and they got me a vegan gluten-free birthday cake that was made out of popcorn and dark chocolate and oh, so it had all the crunch you wanted, but none of the crumbly gluten-freeness and all of the chocolate you wanted, but none of the, oh my God, my pants are going to explode because I've had dairiness. Amazing. Georgia, who's 19 now, I met her when she was 10. I think the second birthday that I spent with Audrey and Georgia, Georgia made me a vegan cheesecake from scratch with no recipe. She was 11. She can bake, kid can bake. She's very good at it. Um, and so now that Audrey and Georgia are in my life, I guess I'm now eating I don't know when this turned into a chronology of my experience with cake because I'm talking about going to a wedding, but here we are. I'm talking about a chronology of my life and cake. Um, so Audrey's a baker. George is a baker. Audrey's favorite show is the greatest bake-off of, you name a country, she's seen that bake-off show. And she would always see it a challenge, as a challenge. Well, how can I make that? But how can I make it vegan? And, and so that the, the cupcakes and the muffins and the cakes that Audrey and Georgia would create were now in my life and I'm very bloody happy about it. Now cake is like a, well, of course we'll eat cake, of course. And it'll be delicious. And it had gone from previously, I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I don't need sweets too. I have to have sweets now. 2018 rolls around and I'll get the celiac diagnosis. So now no gluten. Like I'm, I'm so celiac that I, I have to have a separate set of knives. I have a separate preparation area for the food in our house i have my own fry pan like i'm fucking proper proper uh, it's like a gnarly autoimmune disease if you don't know what um, celiac is my body just basically thinks gluten is here to kill me so instead of letting gluten kill me it just destroys my duodenum and all my villi in my small intestine and um eventually that can lead to uh yeah stomach cancer and uh, cognitive decline and all kinds of horrible things so uh the cure or the treatment for this particular autoimmune disease is pretty tasty. And I just don't eat gluten. But that means I don't eat cake. And gluten-free cake's hard to make because gluten is the, the binding agent. It's, it's the glue that holds it together. It gives the chewiness. It gives the, the resistance of the foamy chocolateness to your, your mastication. You know, it holds up against like a really dense triple chalk something mud cake will be like i'm not going to let you chew me oh you're so powerful with your strong jaws oh you're biting into me ah and you're like i will have all that and all the oxytocin gets released because you're just neck deep in chocolate and it's the fight that the bread or the cake gives you that that fight is put up by gluten that it doesn't exist in celiac cookie because it can't so there's ways around it. You use egg replacer, which is, uh, I don't know what, I think it's xanthan gum. 
And what's the other thing? Oh, yeah, we make like, it's called a chia egg. So a few chia seeds, some water, and then you blend it up and it makes this kind of gooeyness. And that works pretty well. That works pretty well. But I'm grateful that Audrey made our wedding cake because it was, as I mentioned, the greatest cake I've ever eaten in my entire life. And we probably will go to my grave, never eating a better cake than that, unless I marry Audrey again, which I might. People have been known to marry their wives twice. Sometimes they do it as a neural of vows. I know someone who did it after they married someone else in the middle and they went back and married the other one again. Hey, I guess if the only person that won there was the lawyer, but uh, hey, whatever. I, I guess there is a, why is banana bread not cake? Because that's cake, all right? It's fucking cake, man. It's crunchy. It's moist. It's got. It's fruity. It's foam. It's cake. What? Oh, does the icing make a cake? I don't know. But yeah, now I'm mostly cake-free, except for some banana bread, and I, I miss that wedding cake. But that's all right. Audrey makes a mean gluten-free pancake. Does that count? Pancake, cake. Yep. She makes a mean vegan gluten-free pancake. And um, so I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, except I've just went through all the roundabouts of Nowra and now back on the freeway, freeway. And so it's late at night and the highway is just extending out in front of me. So talking about cake for a while here has helped make the journey a little easier. But I hope that our little conversation here has helped you appreciate the greatest cake you've ever eaten in your life and what role scarcity, as in will I ever eat it again, has versus flavor versus mouthfight uh, of glue versus occasion, you know? Is it a hundredth birthday cake? For example, like why? Is it a wedding cake? Is it a divorce cake? I've seen a divorce cake. Is it a pancake? Is it a muffin in New York at midnight with Carly Rae Jepsen and a, a, a whole straight out of Glee, the TV series musical number involving the suicide girls behind the counter on backup vocals. Whatever it is, I reckon you should probably eat some cake today. You've earned it. Just listening to this shit, you've earned it. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 